Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk and co-host with me, Chris. I'm here, James. Another show, another talk, another everything, right? Absolutely. Another week of good games, interesting things happen. Well, we'll chat before our guests call in, and then we'll start chatting with them. But uh, a lot of things went on this week. A lot of 3-0 and teams that we inspect. Um, some things uh, we did, some we didn't. Let's start off with um, your Denver Broncos. Yes, my Denver Broncos. I don't understand how they keep slipping by and winning these games, but they're looking good. What do you think about them? Well, this week, it's interesting. That's one question I wanted to ask was regarding, you know, the receivers for, for, the, for the Broncos, you know, for both Sanders and, and, and Demarius Thomas. You know, the first two weeks were very lackluster. This past week was just phenomenal for the two of them. So they were clicking with Simeon, and, and so I don't know if they, you know, I remember you've, you've been saying, First couple games, it's, it's, it's different the rest of the season. They start making different plays. So is this the week that they're making different plays? Well, no, I mean, uh, like I said, Denver, I always had a good table of two guys, Sanders and um, Thomas. Like I told you, Thomas drops balls. Uh, we've seen that in that game, but he then came back and made another great catch. That's how he is. Sanders is that short receiver, but sometimes he break it for more than that, you know, keep going him short. That's why I am last year, my fantasy football, they did great for me. But, I mean, they started opening up the offense. They started believing uh, him and opening it up, and people think they're just going to sit back, and they're not. And that's what's the bride's now with this right. young quarterback. I mean, they're they throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, it was very because Denver's a running, a running team. You know, they love to run the ball, but they're now showing that they can throw the ball, put it through the air. I mean, well, they got the two receivers. I mean, it ain't like if you can't throw it off, they ain't going to make a play. I mean, right. they're going to make a play. I mean, you, you still have Sanders. If you watch him, he's through the middle, five, ten yards, you know. Sanders and um, Thomas down the sideline, those type of plays. So post pattern, he's more deeper. And sometimes you might see Sanders go deep. But, uh, I mean, they got a good, they got a good time. I mean, on one-two punch, you know, and I think... I'm saying is the main man, but everybody think it's Thomas, but Sanders wants to, you know, eat up those yards from, you know, five yards here, 10, 15. Right. And then Thomas gets the big pop, so. Well, it's, you know. the other thing, like you said, uh, I know we talked about it once, you know, early, early in the week was, you know, that uh, Sanders can get some separation. Thomas has difficulty getting separation from his defender. Well... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think Wayman said that, you know. He don't know what he talk about. He clearly see that with Philadelphia. And he knows he ain't called in. I, so, I was just going to say that. I'm, I'm really I'm really having a taste for, for, for Elway's restaurant, and he's not yeah. even speaking up at this point because now he knows 3-0. and hmm. I think he said they wouldn't win what? What was it, eight game? They weren't even going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. They weren't going to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they already won three. Yeah. But, you know, that's his mouth running. Wayne ain't going to run his mouth. He needs to sit back and run his mouth on a, uh, a calculator or something. 
<laughs> well, but anyway, I'm surprised anyway. he's not calling about the Redskins, you know, since they won. Well, they won a game they should have won. That's true. It was it was it was a close game, but they but they still won. A win's a win. Yeah, and that was the decent type of game at the end of the season. Teams that look back, they were making that playoff or get home field and say that's the game we should have won that we didn't. Right. You know, it's like that rescue. You know, I mean, they know they shouldn't have won that game. And teams that go back and say, man, that's the game that we could have gotten the playoff. You know, that one game, and always in the first what four or five weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, I mean, look at Pittsburgh. Nobody didn't think um, Philly was going to do that to Pittsburgh. We're gonna beat up on them, pounce on them. That I mean, was that was. I mean, Pittsburgh scored three points. Come on, yeah. Antoine Brown. Come on now. Well, Antonio I mean, Brown still got 140 yards. You know, just didn't get the end zone. Oh. Well, we got our guest, Chris Dave. You there? Yeah, this is Dave. Hey, hey Dave, Dave, how you doing? Good. How's it going? I'm yeah. glad you called in. We were just talking about your Broncos. What do you think? <laughs> Dave, save me. <laughs> what uh, What are you saying about the Broncos? Well, Chris, I actually was talking about your receiver, Gore, Sanders, and Thomas, and I think you guys kind of opened up your playbook for them this week, you know, which is good. You know, I kind of figured, you know, as the season go on, but y'all opened it up that week three and really let them go loose. What do you think? That we opened it up? Yes. Yeah, I think that that's uh, very true. I think Simeon uh, showed he can really throw the deep ball, too, and uh, those guys did a great job. I thought uh, Sanders especially looked really awesome, and Demarius caught that deep ball. Um, yeah, the Broncos look awfully tough right now. I saw where ESPN has them number one in the power rankings. But anyway, I think Chris got some questions for you, Dave. Go ahead, Chris. So Dave, since we're okay. talking about the Broncos, you know, since we're talking about kind of what happened this week, you know, the first two weeks they had subpar production from the wide receivers. You know, both Manuel Sanders and Demaris Thomas had a great week three. You know, we saw that they both scored touchdowns and they were they were catching the ball. It was great. But moving forward, will the high level of production continue with Trevor Simeon at quarterback? And a Denver game plan that still leads with a ground tra- ground tra- uh, with, with a ground attack. Will it continue? Is that what you're asking? With yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I hope so. They've got to be able to run the ball, uh, like you were saying. Uh, I think that the fact that uh, their offensive line's a little bit in a flux right now is, might have hurt them a little bit. But Cincinnati was awfully tough up front. And C.J. Anderson just couldn't get, get find any holes at all, it didn't seem like. Um, I don't think Tampa uh, – aren't we playing Tampa Bay this next week? Um, yes, they do play Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't think Tampa Bay has quite the defense Cincinnati does, and I, I would think Denver would have a better chance of running the ball. Um, but I think, you know, Simeon just looks – I couldn't believe – the accuracy he was throwing with on those deep balls. Well, it's um, a tight spiral, too. Oh, boy. I I just, uh, you know, he kind of reminded me of uh, a guy from Philadelphia named Carson Wentz. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Jeff thinks about that. But uh, I, got a I got a question for you, Dave. 
I know we yeah. joke about, you know, the Broncos all, but seriously, um, their offense and defense seem like it's clicking right now. Do it seem like that to you? I mean, it seems like they both doing really good. What do you think? The defense is cooking right now? Yeah. Oh, I, I think so. I think I don't think there's a weakness on the defense. I, I don't think that, you know, now Cincinnati ran a little bit on them at first, but, you know, Denver made some adjustments and stopped that. You know, I don't think there's a weakness on the defense. You can't really throw against them. You can't, you can't run against them. You can't, you can't really do anything against Denver's defense right now. I don't, I think, you know, unless, I, I you know, I, I saw with uh, Philadelphia beat Pittsburgh so, so badly, and, you know, Pittsburgh, everybody was saying, was such a great team. I just can't see the Broncos falling apart like that. And I, right now they look kind of unstoppable. I know that I'm a Bronco fan and that's kind of being a homer, but um, what do you think? Do you, do you think they're that good? Go ahead, Chris. You You know, James and I have, have argued about this point. You know, he, he said that, you know, Denver defense, they're not going to be, they, they were great last year. They're not going to be that great this year. Teams are going to, are, are going to read into their defense and they're going to be able to pick them apart. Uh, and they haven't yet. They, they have not yet. I mean, this game was the first game that they actually held Von Miller back a lot, you know, uh, in, 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 as opposed to other, other games. But I think part of the issue with this game was this is the first game that, that, uh, that DeMarcus Ware was not there. You know, he's, he's out. He's injured. Um, right. And, and those, those two powerhouses together on defense really helped Denver's defense. Because you don't, it's a one-two punch. You just don't know who's coming from where. But right. they, but Denver has other people they can put in those positions, you know, to really help out. You know, so they do. As I, 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 I beg to differ. I, I I think Denver Denver's for real. You know, they. Oh, you know, I do. I agree. They're, they're they're coaches. They still have the same. Co- you know, James. You know, Wade Phillips. He's 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 showing himself. He's he's incredible. And Kubiak, you know, he has all these great offensive plays. And Shane Ray had three sacks last week because oh, yeah. they were focusing on uh, on uh, uh, Miller, Von Miller, and Shane Ray comes through with uh, three sacks, and uh, they can't guard everybody. You know, they focus oh. on Von Miller. Somebody else is going to be open. And once DeMarcus Ware comes back, you know, I was, you know they've got a game plan for him, and uh, boy, I, I just I just really think that if Denver stays healthy, this could be another Super Bowl team. Very good team. What do you think about that, James? <laughs> yeah, James. What do you think about that? I'll tell you this: Denver ain't gonna go undefeated. That's one. Two. Um, I thought Pittsburgh would be the team over there would do something with him, but. The way they um, Philly man handle them, I just can't see nobody over there unless New England just do something miraculously. You know, um, I don't know. New England probably the only one. I thought Cincinnati would beat them for sure because Cincinnati's a great team. But Cincinnati is starting to be one of those teams that's got to make a coach and train or something. I don't know. I just don't see nobody beating Denver right now. I can see them going to the Super Bowl. I don't see them being undefeated. That's not going to happen. Oh no! Yeah, I, I, I they'll, they'll have a, a I one, one or two losses. I, I believe that. You know, I, 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 I don't know if they can beat New England. I, I don't know. New England is just 
They're they're too good. I I, I mean, think he beat New England. I I thought I watched the New England uh, uh, game against Houston, and I thought Osweiler looked pretty bad. And I I you know, granted they had their third string quarterback in, but boy, I think if New England would have been playing Denver that night. It would have been a totally different ball game, and I think that Denver could beat New England. It's going to beat New England because they're playing them here. I think. Yes, but it's going to be Tom and I Brady. I think they're going to have a hard time beating Denver. Right. Well, and plus, well, if, if Gronkowski's healthy, you know that may make a difference too. Absolutely. Yeah. Tom Brady and Gronk is a different team than what y'all playing now. Right. Remember that. It ain't going to be, you know, like um, Carlson uh, or Palmer, but um. A quarterback from Cincinnati, the other quarterback, Tom Brady, a little smarter, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think y'all just going to walk through the quarterback. Oh, no. I, 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 I truly believe that, yeah, Denver, Denver will have a couple losses, but it'll still be close games, even on those ones. So. They'll have about five losses this year. Yeah. Now it's five losses. Oh, it's five Denver's losses. Games. Hmm, before okay. it was eight, before hmm. it was eight, but the two of those games I thought they were gonna lose, they won, so that's seven. And one game you I wasn't sure. Got to start believing in Denver and quit, quit, quit betting against them, and then then you'll be fine. Well, that's I'm right. Gonna keep, I guess I have to keep losing lunches today until I learn my lesson, <laughs> right, Dave? <laughs> well, I've got a question for James. Go ahead. How good do you think the Philadelphia Eagles are? Can can they? How far can they go this year? Well, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon with Carson Wentz. Yeah, he's playing good. You know, um, young team. I mean, like I said, it's early. Things will start happening in the season, and everybody will be like, oh, we see, we knew it. He's a young kid, you know. He's just learning the game. So when he starts making no mistakes, everybody will be like, oh, he ain't good as we thought he was. Well, he's never going to be that good. He's a rookie, you know. He shouldn't be that good. Right now, he's winning, looking good, and everybody hyped over him. But when he started playing bad, watch Everybody got turned on him, and it's going to be horrible. Um, Philly is an 8-8 eight eight team this year. I didn't think they'll win eight, but since they won these three, they, they're an 8-8 eight eight team for this year with him. Give him two more years, they're going to be great with their defense. But uh, what they're doing right now, you know, it, it looks good. On TV, oh. uh, messing all the eyes up in Vegas. But uh, early, early, wait till things start well, picking that young Yeah, that reminds me of something that I heard on the radio this morning. Somebody was saying that same thing with Simeon. You know, they haven't played in cold weather yet. They haven't played, you know, under some real hostile circumstances. Uh, although Cincinnati was pretty hostile, but, I mean, the weather was good. Um, it's a long season, um, but it's going to be awfully interesting. And I think that with uh, if Sanders and Demarius Thomas can stay healthy and they can get a couple more receivers involved and their offense can score, keep scoring points, they're, you know, they're going to win um, a minimum of 12 games. I think the Broncos will win 12 and 4, mm. the worst case scenario, don't you think, James? Mm, that's one more than what I thought. I don't know. 
Well, you've never had any faith in the Broncos. I know that. Right. But each each yeah. week that goes along, well, I got and they win each week, and they win each got, week. You're going to have to change a little bit. Well, I got a question for you and Chris, Dave. Okay. Uh, everybody talking about Sam Rafford. He's the greatest. He's I mean, doing good right now, and the team clicking with him. Uh, when Teddy come back, it's not going to be Teddy team. Why is that so different? From with Jay Cutler, they said when he come back, uh, he got to get his quarterback starting spot back. Well, this is what we do. Take a break. Y'all think about that question, and I'll hear y'all answer. But this is Jane, Chris, and Dave. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jeff Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And course, we'll be Chris. You there? I am here. And we got our guest, Denver Bronco guest. Always the Broncos. Dave, you that Dave? I'm here. All right. Well, before we went to commercial, I asked you and Chris a question. Uh, Sam Bradford been playing great, they say, for Minnesota. He's been winning. They say he's clicking. He's looking like the old Sam Bradford, which I don't never knew an old one was because he's always hurt. But um, they talk about with Teddy come back. If he come back this year, they could continue starting Bradford. Do you guys think that's fair because they said when Jay Keller come back, he's going to spot back for the Bears. What do you guys think about that? Who want to go first? Go ahead, Dave. I'll let you take this one. Well, all I can say about uh, with Teddy Bridgewater is, you know, Minnesota's trying to win a Super Bowl, and um, if Sam Bradford <laughs> plays really well, continues to play well, they got to go with Bradford to try to win the Super Bowl. Uh, um, this year, and as far as next year is concerned, I I know Bridgewater is a pretty good quarterback, but I I think that team 
basically was winning a lot with him being a quarterback because of uh, Adrian Peterson, and he's not, from what I understand, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he doesn't throw the deep ball that well, Bridgewater. So I'd say at least it's got to be a quarterback competition between the two of them. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I I, I kind of go along a little bit. You know, you got to go with with what's working, and you know the 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 difference. Like when when um, Simeon or, or, or or sorry, not Simeon, when um, Osweiler stepped in for from for Peyton with the Broncos, you know, and played. You know, he, it was kind of touch and go with him a little bit. You don't, weren't quite sure. You didn't really couldn't really depend on him a hundred percent that he was going to do a great job. With Bradford, I mean, there's just so much confidence oozing out of him and the team, and 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 he's winning and and winning without Adrian Peterson and winning without you know other other things. You know, the defense is doing great too. Um, again, they're they're clicking along and and Diggs, their their wide receiver, is just catching every ball that gets thrown his way. So, you know, it's 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 a hard hard one to say. I mean, again, it's it's it's. Who, whoever is 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 fitting right for the team at the time, you got to go with yeah. it. The hot hand. Didn't you ever hear that one coach? I kept on coach say, you "Don't lose your job to injuries." I mean, you get injured, you lose your job. Is that fair for these guys to lose their job? Well, but they've got to. Is is there a chance Bridgewater could come back this year? Oh, you know how the reports go. They said, you know, he's out. Um, they don't know for the whole year. But, you know, but, I mean, if you look at it and say, okay, Sam playing good, you'll hold Bridgewater out just to get better, right? You guys think that's what they're going to do? I think that uh, they're going with Bradford for the whole year. I think they've got to because they are trying to win a Super Bowl. They just beat Carolina in Carolina. And I think they sacked uh, um, Cam Newton eight times or something like that. So they must have a heck of a defensive line, front seven. And, you know, they, they're they going for the everything they've got. And, and Sam Bradford must be playing the, the best ball of his career right now. They gave up the number one pick for him. And... Um, they got to go for it all. I can't see Terry Bridgewater if he comes back this year. Unless Minnesota's really struggling, I can't see him coming in and starting over over uh, Sam Bradford this year. I, I I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Right I, or I wrong, I mean, right. I know that he's the starter, but, man, they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Well, they, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Well, Chris, Dave, Chris said it's a computer ass got a great question now, so get ready. She's about to fire him in. you ready? Yes. All right. So at this point, there's five 3 and 0 teams New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens, Denver Broncos, Philadelphia Eagles, and Minnesota Vikings. Which of these team or teams will miss the playoffs? Can you repeat the five teams again, real quick? Uh, sure. New England Patriots, Baltimore Ravens, Denver Broncos, Philadelphia Eagles, and Minnesota Vikings. Wow. That's a tough one. Um, 
Well, obviously, New England's in. Denver's in. Um, I think uh, I'd have to say Minnesota's in right now. Although the fact of the matter is, without Adrian Peterson, that makes them a little less of a for sure thing. But um, Philadelphia could be questionable, like uh, uh, James was saying. He's not 100% sold on them. Um, I think Baltimore looks pretty tough. I think the only two for sure out of those five are Denver and New England, for sure. Okay. That's a what do you pretty think, good James? answer. That's an easy question. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. They're horrible. <laughs> Flacco. <laughs> One word, Flacco. They, they're horrible. Come on, you know that. <laughs> Well, what's helped him is they got this kicker that's just phenomenal. You know, he he kicks from, you know, they get the ball down close enough, he kick makes points for him. The Flacco can hardly points. get it in for a touchdown. Yep. That's three points. The other team scored seven, so they're down by four. So their, de- their defense has been holding teams, so their defense has been, you know, doing okay. But, no, offensively they don't they don't have it. I think their Baltimore kicker scored Ravens, four, four points for him. I think he scored like 15 points this past week for him. Right. He could score, score 100. They're horrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But they're 3-0. and oh. Yes, they're 3-0. and oh. They are 3-0. We'll and oh. they... I, I can't remember who all they played, but uh, yeah, kind of interesting. So, um, so, so you were talking about this, Dave, you were talking about this. I think that you, you you guys make a good point, though. Maybe they won't make it. Yeah, but Philadelphia's three and zero. What do you you don't think they're going to make the playoffs? Playoffs, James? Yeah, because that division over there, you got Redskins, as you know, struggling. Dallas, you know, they they win it, but you know, Giants. So I think they'll squeak out and get a wild card. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think they'll get into it. I I truly believe they'll yeah. get into it. Just the way oh, they're yeah. playing. Um. Ravens, horrible, Dave. <laughs> okay, let's change the subject. So, Dave, you I want who's possible playing this week? Does anybody know? Um, I had it written down. I can't remember who it was they're playing. Don't matter. They're horrible, Dave. <laughs> they're horrible. <laughs> here. <laughs> but um, here. Let me just. Well, well, oh, they're playing Oakland group. at Baltimore. So, who's that? Who are they playing? Oakland at Baltimore. Oakland, pretty tough. Oh. Oh, Oakland can move the ball. Well, you I'm know, Carr, Carr is a pretty good game. quarterback. I would have to say Oakland could win that game. Yeah, because Flacco can't get it in the end zone. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway. All right, Dave, so you, you were talking a little bit about... i all the way on that game. Yep. Because I want to see Oakland lose as many games as possible being a Bronco fan. <laughs> 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 yep, you're, you're a true true Oakland fan. That's true. Never Bronco fan. That's true. <laughs> Raider hater. 
I'm a Raider hater, and uh, I don't get to Kansas City much either. Yeah, they, um, they don't, they're, they're having some issues. Yes. Um, let me ask James, James a question. If, can I ask James a question? And, Absolutely. Okay. James. Yeah. J.J. Watts is now out for the season, possibly with a back injury, a herniated disc. If you had one defensive player to start your team with, a new, a new team with, who would it be? And you could pick any defensive player in the league. Would it be Von Miller, or would you pick someone else like a Khalil Mack? Um, I would have to get me... Um, man, I wouldn't pick Von. Um, because... Team's doubling him. He's not getting in, so they're doubling him. They got to have somebody on the other side, you know. It's great, but they um, have to go one-on-one with Vaughn because the other one. So I wouldn't pick Vaughn because he'd be double. Uh, I had to go with, like, a defensive back or a safety. Hmm. Um, because those guys were one-on-one. They always go on your best receiver. So, um... A lot of defensive playing like zone coverage on that clip, so you don't really feel one on one on them. No, no. But, but I can't. I mean, everybody wants the Darrell Reeves um, or um, what's the other guy that got in the fight? that's on Washington. Oh, um, um, Josh Norman. Yeah, him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I gotta, I gotta go with a defensive back or a safety guy. You know, David. And I have to look out there and see. Who's really covered? I mean, Talib, he's pretty good, but he's so high-headed, you know? He, he can get you a penalty and cost you a game, you know? Yeah. I mean, if he wasn't like that, he'd be one of those great defensive backs, you know? But, I don't know, maybe war. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what you Von Miller, huh? I'd, I'd have an issue. I'd have an issue all around when it comes to, to Houston, you know? Because J.J. Watts was, was who they, they formed their whole defense around, you know? And, you know, now that he's on injured reserve, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because now he's on injured reserve. You know, what does Houston need to do to even save their season? Right. Uh, I, I think Osweiler doesn't have it, for one thing, and I think Houston made a huge mistake signing him to that big contract, and I think that... Um, I think that uh, Houston's going to struggle this year. I think that they're a team that's going to have a hard time making the playoffs. They, I mean, very hard time making the playoffs. They, you, y'all said that only because he didn't play for the Broncos. Y'all were give him that huge contract, too, and y'all wanted him to stay. Now everybody mad at him because he left, you know, but y'all wanted him I to know. stay. I know, but I did see him play against New England, and he looked horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's true. There's a lot of people that are there's a lot of people that are skeptical of Osweiler's ability with the team, you know, and and they 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 don't think that he can carry it, you know, and and <laughs> they all, all they saw of him was was what he did against Denver, but that was different time, different place, different scheme, you know. Now all of a sudden he's leading his own team, and. I, I, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it in him. 
I have to agree with Chris on that. James, what do you think? Who, me? Who, you? A lost lover? Yes. Oh, I just think, you know, he was going to do the same thing that he was going to do on Denver, but Denver had a defense. That's all you was doing was cover for him. Now you've been exposed, you know. Houston defense ain't been that, doing that great. You know, I follow who he was with the, with the um, Broncos. He didn't make mistakes, and he didn't cause turnovers, and now he's starting to do that. Everybody's like, oh, he's horrible. He did the same thing with Denver, and everybody loved him, wanted him to stay here. Mm-hmm. So now everybody hates him because he left and said he's a horrible quarterback. He's the same quarterback he was at Denver. Do y'all see anything different? Well, I know this is sour grapes on my part, but looking back on it, mm-hmm. on the second-hand vision, he didn't play that great last year with Denver, really. Exactly. Not compared to how Simeon's playing. Right, right. I agree with you on that day. He didn't play that great with Denver. <laughs> I think Denver got lucky that they didn't sign him because I think, you know, Denver did offer him quite a bit of money. I think Elway got lucky that we didn't sign him because I I think he he's a good enough quarterback with a really good team like Denver that we could win quite a few games. Denver would still make the playoffs because he's a good enough quarterback that we'd win quite a few games because of the defense, but I don't think he's he's a good quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he's a good quarterback. He hasn't shown it yet anyway. Right. Now, they have Lamar Miller, you know, who, who yes, yes, James, he was with Miami, and he was horrible with Miami. But with Houston, he's he's able to move the ball. He's He runs the ball a lot, you know, and, and so they're, they're putting a lot of, of trust in, in Lamar to move the ball, and he's doing it. But then they also have um, the the wide their number one wide receiver who gets double teamed all the time, and they can't right. get the ball to him. Hopkins, you know, and uh, it's 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 going to be a tough it's going to be a long season for them. I agree. Without JJ Watts, it's going to be tough. Chris. Yes. They said he didn't do good in Denver. He didn't do good. He was average because the defense coming for him. Now y'all wanted him to stay in Denver. Why? Now I thought I thought they could yeah. develop him more. I thought if if he stayed here, they could develop with him a lot longer. You know, because he he has ability. It's just the games that he played. He played what six games was it? He won five out of the out of the six. And and of those games, you know, you kind of hold your breath a little bit because you weren't certain whether he was actually going to make the play or not. And when he did, it's like, yes, oh, my God, he made it. But, um, <laughs> you know, so, so you didn't quite have a lot of faith in him. Whereas Simeon, you know, he, he, he yeah, the first game, yeah, you still hold, hold your breath. And, and he's, he's getting a little bit more comfortable and, and, and showing showing more and more of what he's about as, you know, game three's gone through. So you know, yeah, now you can look back and think, okay, that was that was a, probably a, a good choice that he decided to go to Houston, sign this big contract and forget Denver because he was mad at mad at Denver for them replacing him when when Peyton got was healed. Right. 
I think Denver got lucky that game signed him. Chris, Dave, that game he got replaced, he did nothing wrong. The receiver fumbled the ball, running back fumbled, they pulled him up for Pete. What did he do wrong? Come on, Dave, you watched the game ten times. What did he do wrong that game? He threw on interception, did he? I I, I agree, but, but he didn't play that badly, but... But the fact of the matter is, when Peyton Manning came in, he, he, he gave the team a spark. He didn't give them rallied around, around Peyton Manning and played harder and played better and more focused and came back and won the game, came from behind and won the game. Come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. <laughs> and they ended up winning the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. A lot of people are questioning whether Denver could have won the Super Bowl with, with Brock Osweiler. Do you think we would have won the Super Bowl with Brock Osweiler, James? Yeah, because Peyton didn't do nothing. Yeah, he didn't do anything. It was, all, it was the defense that did it all. But, but and, and the running game. He did avoid mistakes, critical mistakes in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. Osweiler didn't did. make any mistakes. What did he make, Chris? He threw the ball, they fumbled. That was not on him. Yeah, Thomas, him. Thomas fumbled the ball a lot. Yeah, they pulled him to put Peyton in. That was the excuse to put Peyton in. That man didn't play. I can see if he played bad to pull that man. He didn't. I, I, I just think that the players did not have much faith in Osweiler. They just didn't have, you know, they, they, they didn't support him, you know, and, and, and it showed. They wanted Peyton to come in. We were all waiting for him well, to come back, and he came back. Well, Dave, Chris, we got to take another break. When we come back, we'll have Chris ask more questions with you, Dave, and um, might go around the league with some more questions. But this Chris, Dave, and James will be Chris, James, and Bronco Dave. How that sound? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. 
This is James Evan, your host, loving that fourth spot, and co-host with me, Chris. You feel that? I'm here. And we got our guest. I can't even say guest of the rest, but Dave Bronco. Dave, you there? Yes, I am. Ah, the Broncos going to the ball, Chris. Hey, Dave. So, um, you you mentioned earlier about the the NFL power rankings, and and you were saying you saw Denver number one. Well, what I saw was the Patriots was number one, Denver number two, Minnesota number three, Green Bay Packers number four, the Eagles number five, um, and then you know they 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 came down with Pittsburgh, Seattle, Baltimore, Dallas, and the Carolina Panthers. You know, do, do, you, do you think there's something wrong with that? Well, I, I was just surprised because the week after Denver beat Carolina, ESPN had Denver ranked number eight. And after Denver beat Cincinnati, ESPN moved Denver up to number one. Hmm. So this is just ESPN, not the NFL um, not the NFL Network or anything like that. This was ESPN that moved Denver up to number one uh, this week. Um, but I think there's an argument for either New England or Denver number one. Um, it's a matter on of who you, who you like, but I, I think Denver has shown showing that it deserves to be number one by their victory over Cincinnati, a tough team on the road that they completely dominated in the fourth quarter when it counted. They came from behind to just mm-hmm. pretty much take them apart. And uh, Simeon, Simeon just exploded on them. You know what, Dave? And uh, I hope I forgot this being recorded, but I hate to say this, but I agree with you. I think Denver should be number one right now. Period. I think they should, you know. Um, New England, you know, squeezed by and win, but Denver been playing, you know, hard nosed ball. They've been, you know, winning and winning good. They been winning like New England or the other teams, you know. I think Philly should be number two, not New England. What do you guys think, sir? That Philly should be number two? I think Denver should be number one. Philly should be number two. I'm I'm actually okay with New England being number one. You know, I think New England is, you know, with with having rookie quarterbacks in there and or backup quarterbacks the for the first three games. I I seriously didn't think they'd be three and zero. I didn't think they'd be, but they they that team is they phenomenal. They played nobody. They played nobody, Chris. They played but Buffalo. But they still have have. I mean, I didn't think they would. I. You knew I didn't didn't think they'd beat Houston this past weekend. You know, I was surprised. I was shocked that they shut him out. <laughs> what do you think, this? Well, I, I think Chris makes a very good point. They're playing the third string quarterback, and they just blew him out. Um, a team that everybody thought might be, you know, a, a real contender in the Western Conference, but. Uh, you know, I still like Denver because of just from watching them. Uh, you know, after the show's over, we're going to finish watching the rest of the replay of the uh, of the uh, Cincinnati game again. And I'm going to watch the second half today. We started this uh, yeah. today, 
And uh, I'm going to watch real closely, but uh, Denver looks so dominant on defense. And, you know, I, I know New England's defense looked good, but I don't think their defense is as good as Denver's. I really don't. I don't think anybody's defense is as good as Denver's all the way through. I mean, top to bottom. And, hey, Dave. Uh, Dave, I made a mistake of clipped in that game with Denver and Seattle in the Super Bowl. I don't know how I got it in there, you know, but I'm going to watch it first. Since you watch you like the game, watch I watch the game, right? Yeah, I watched that what? game. Painful. I, I can't remember if I saw that one or not, James. I got an extra copy. I'll give it to you. Don't worry about it. I give you oh, okay. Another thing I want to talk about is, so so the total QBR rankings were updated entering week four, and the total QBR measures nearly every aspect of quarterback play, including passing, designed runs, scrambles, turnovers, and penalties. Would it surprise you to know that Jimmy Garoppolo, I can't ever pronounce his name, New England's quarterback is number one, Matt Ryan from Atlanta quarterback number two, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay quarterback number three, Dak Prescott. Dallas quarterback number four, and Phillip Rivers, of all people, San Diego quarterback number five. You want to go first, Dave? Because I already got my answer for that. I know what your answer is going to be, but go ahead, Dave. I think that uh, that's not that surprising. I know Garoppolo has played very well. I know Dak, Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. I, I, I just... You know, it's going to change week by week, though. I mean, uh, judging by this last week, I'd say the two hottest quarterbacks in the league are are Carson Wentz and uh, Trevor Simeon. But uh, based on the first three games total, those are kind of interesting statistics. Um, Last week I said I thought Dak Prescott looked better than Trevor Simeon. I'm going to have to take that back now. Um, I don't know. What do you think, James? I think all this QB ranks and all that pooey. You know why? Because Dan Marino had the best stats every year of all quarterbacks. and never went to a playoff or win a Super Bowl. So all this quarterback race, no matter. You ain't winning and going to, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. have a quarterback throw 500 yards in the game, had a top QB rate, but lose it. Yeah. You know? So I don't right. follow that QB rate and stuff where they have, you know, um, the, the, what's called the mean quarterback. Hell, you only play two games, you know? So I don't believe in that. I believe in, you know, uh, you have a quarterback like the one guy for the Ravens won it that year. What was his name? Trent Differ. I got to agree with you on that, and I'll go back to the old days of uh, John Elway, who probably didn't have the best quarterback rating rating right. a lot of time either, but he was a winner, and he won a lot of games on his own. I mean, talk about a poor supporting cast. You know, he had running backs like Sammy Winder and, and Daryl Wilhite. I mean, these guys were not stars. And... Um, um, you know, Elway won so many games just on his own yeah. willpower and athletic ability, yet he did not have the highest quarterback rating all the time. Exactly. Guys like Dan Fouts did, but, did, you know, 
once again, like what you're saying, you know, how many Super Bowls did they win? <laughs> your quarterback got to 500 yards of games. And, you know, something ain't right with your team. Am I wrong or right? <laughs> I want that quarterback. They ain't got to put it up and, and put you in a spot that something might happen a lot, you know? Uh-huh. Look at Trent. Trent different. He ain't do nothing with Baltimore Ravens. Just don't make no mistake to make them, you know? Yeah. Won the Super Bowl. Won that whole year. They just blew through people that year. So that QB ranking don't mean number for fantasy football, I think. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Chris? Well, I mean, it's it's amazing though that two of the rookies are in the top five. That that to me is, is what is what stood out. You know, that two of the two of the oh, rookie quarterbacks were in the in the top top four or top five, and of course Philip Rivers, who can't hardly win a game, you know, is number five. So right. Yeah, I mean Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. That that doesn't surprise me at all. They should always, they, you know, they're they're throwing the ball. They're they're, you know, making things happen. Their defense, well, Atlanta's defense doesn't do anything. But you know, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'll tell you what, mark this down now. Uh, week thirteen, fourteen. Trevor Simeon, Carson Wentz. They're gonna be nowhere close to up there. Guarantee you. <laughs> They're not going to be in the top five. No. Okay. Nope. Okay, I'll I'll come back and check week thirteen and let you know. Nope. <laughs> okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is Antonio Brown. You know, he's he's been wearing those baby blue cleats with the faces of his children on them um, during the games, and and it's violating the NFL's uniform rule. You know, by wearing them during the game. So during week one and two, the NFL fined him. During this past week. He was threatened by the refs that if, if he wouldn't uh, take them off or, or change them, they're going to sideline him during the game. So at halftime he did um, and, and you know, didn't, didn't get any problems. But you know, h- how do you feel about you know, him being able to express himself on the field by wearing these, these blue cleats with his kid's face on him? Dave? That's a tough question. I, 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 uh, I think that the, the league gets carried away too far in some of these rules um, uh, I, you know you, you, you just uh, it's for a good cause and everything but at the same time if they didn't have rules like that I wonder where it would stop I don't know James played in the NFL he'd probably be better to answer that question than I would well, I mean, when I was there, the um, league was fining us for five hundred dollars. You had your socks pulled all the way up. You had to have all your pads in. And like Dave say, I mean, I mean, the league got these rules in place, so you won't have people out there wearing skirts or, you know, some like, um, um, uh, put sharpies in this, you know, uniform so he could sign, you know, stuff like that. So. You know, they got these rules in place, and I think it is good because you'll see people, you know, with their own designs and, you know, coming out of the context of their uniforms. So, you know, I, I agree with it, you know, uh, to a certain extent, you know. Um, if somebody's mom died of, you know, cancer, I could see them wearing pink shoes, you know, for that game. You know, something like that is okay, I would think, but 
You know, and he knew better than that. He knew what the league was going to do. So, let, you know, let me ask you this, James. But what do you think if, if he would have worn shoes of the color of the team color and with his kids' faces on it? What do you think about that? That's not, that's not uniform for the NFL. I don't care if he wore uh, our Rooney face on it. It's not, <laughs> you know... You know what I'm saying? It's not, you know, uniform. And they got to go with uniform. Everybody, that's why they had a uniform. Yeah. You know, so. I know, but but I agree with Dave. I mean, they it's like they, they're taking it almost too far, and how far do they really take it? But I, I agree with you, too, James. You know, they rules are rules, and, you know, they have it for a reason, so. All right, so last thing I want to talk to you guys about is Arizona Cardinals. What's wrong with their team? What's wrong with them? Dave? Is Carson Palmer playing good ball? That's my question, number one. Is he performing up to par? I mean, is, how can they be losing so much with a team like that? I mean, I, I, I don't understand. that They're supposed to be Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think they're still going to turn it around. That's what I think. I think they're going to be in the mix before it's all said and done. Do you have faith in them? Yes, I still think they're too good a team to continue to keep losing. Yeah, I, I agree, but it's just, I don't know. You just, you want to want to have it happen, but it hasn't happened. Yeah. Well, we, we got the views out here in the show, but my take on that is the same thing I did with the Broncos. High expectation. You know, the Broncos don't go to the Super Bowl. Everybody got to say it's a disappointing season. So that's like with the Arizona Crown. Everybody thought, oh, they're going to run through and they're going to be the team this year. And, and now they're not. And like, everybody's like, whoa, what's going on? Ain't nothing going on. <laughs> they just getting beat. Get. That's all it is. So. Yeah. Yep. But we want to thank, thank you again, Dave, for calling in. And keep calling in and be on the show with us. And Chris, right, Chris? Absolutely, Dave. Enjoy having you on here. Thank you both very much. I appreciate everything. Thank you so much. Have a go great week. Go Bay. I mean, go Broncos. Yeah. Okay. Go Broncos. Thanks. <laughs> Have a great day, right. Chris. James. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 